Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Center for More podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Wright, and I have created this space just for you. The woman who is ready to walk out on her fears, step into her dreams and own her power by shifting her mindset from feeling not enough to becoming more than enough, creating a purposeful and fabulous life whilst settling for more. So thank you so much for taking time to join me today. I am super excited to be here and super excited to be delivering this episode, which of course, you know me by now. Um, Something really happened and gave me an insight. So I was having a moment with my private Facebook group and we spoke about goals. We spoke about setting goals, which is great. But we also spoke about uh, what is preventing us from moving forward. And so it's all well and good to have your goals uh, written down and you can make them smart. And I'll, I'll spend some time later on to talk about smart goals because apparently I'm the goal digger, goal setter. But we'll spend some time to talk about that. But it's all well and good to have the goals. But oftentimes what happens is that we never, ever get started on them. So we're, 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 we're almost sure this is what we want to do. We create our vision boards. We have our journals. We write the things down. But we never get started. And I'm sure it is pretty safe to say that we've all put something off before, whether it's starting a new workout plan, a new project, or applying for the job or applying to for a, you know, a particular job or looking to be promoted to the next level. It is safe to say that we've all put something off because we're waiting on the right time. We're waiting for the perfect time or the perfect moment. And we put things off uh, for because for one reason, and that's simply because we really don't feel ready. Hmm. Now, what does ready mean? So I have to admit that I had this mentality before I started the podcast. It's something I've always wanted to do. I'm super, super, super addicted to podcast. Because I don't know, they're just like you listen to one and they talk about something and you find that other person and you listen to them. And I always thought, oh, my God, if only I could do that. And even though I've worked in radio before, starting a podcast just seemed so daunting. So I was waiting to be ready. I I didn't take the time to define ready. I didn't even know what ready meant. Until I started and I realized, you know what, I will learn as I go and grow. And I'm happy to announce that my podcast is getting lots and lots and lots of listening. The very first episode I did on authenticity has gotten over 50 views. My podcast is on most major platforms. I'm working with collaborations for influencers or other people So we can have more of a conversation so you don't have to sit and listen to me. So I want to admit to you that I've had that feeling before, that feeling of fear, and it's fear of the unknown. And of course, it comes with major, major, major uncertainty. And it's a natural feeling to feel as though you're not prepared, you're not qualified, or you're not even ready to take the next step or that leap of faith. But you can still have 
those emotions and get started irrespective, right? So you can still feel the fear and jump. You can still feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's really, really hard to do. So have you ever spent more time getting ready for something than you actually spend doing it? And like I mentioned before, it could be that thing that that, that keeps you up at night, that calling, that, that pulling, that thing that stirs your soul, that thing you eat, sleep, breathe, dream about. You, you fall into the comparison trap because you see other people doing it and you're thinking, you could ev- you could either do better better or you're wondering what's preventing you from moving forward right so it's that thing that you really know that you are called to do or that thing you want to do that thing that will take you to the next level um it could be changing your careers it could be launching a new business and you can get lost in getting ready while some preparation is necessary don't get me wrong there's a very fine line between preparation and procrastination. So getting ready is super comfortable, right? It's that zone where you want everything to be perfect because actually no leap has to take place, right? So you have to do nothing when you're actually uh, getting ready and you're comfortable. No leap has actually taken place. Getting ready is actually fun because you know there's absolutely no commitment in place, right? So you probably haven't decided on a launch date. You probably haven't committed to anything. Getting ready can also be distracted. It can also be distracting because you start to think that you don't know what you're doing. And so you need to spend even more time getting ready. The truth, my gem, is that you don't know what you don't know until you get started. You won't really know what you don't know. And the quickest way, the quickest way to learn is through experience, right? So no matter how many courses you've done or how many webinars you've listened to or how many business plans you've written, the quickest way to gain experience is really to get started, right? It's really to be mindful of your action and to ensure that you're in fact when you claim you're preparing, that you're in fact preparing and not stalling. So I'll share a story with you when I started before I was ready. So a few years ago, I lived in Atlanta and while I was there, I worked as a nanny and I was in an area that didn't have a black hairstylist and I wanted to lock my hair. So of course, you know, it's going to be done in the kitchen. It's a, it's a home a home process for me. And I remember I started locking my hair. It was just twisting it. And I remember going back to Jamaica and the products that were available in Atlanta were not available back home. And I remember getting up, uh, I was 25. It was my 25th birth, 26th birthday, right? And because I I had a party for 25. 26, I didn't have a party. I, I remember getting up that morning I remember sitting on the floor. I remember lighting candles and I remember praying. And I I said to God, "Um, you know what, God, I want you to give me a vision of something that I can do. I don't want to celebrate this year, but I want to look at what I can do. And so going back to my hair, I, I thought about it and I'm like, I'm not able to get products for my hair. I'm not able to walk into a salon that has no chemicals in it 
and and to be able to sit and get my hair done comfortably. And the idea came to me of importing products from overseas to sell to the local market. But I even started to think bigger. And that day I decided I was I would open a salon because I knew what the pain points were and I believed I had a solution. And so with I didn't have a business plan. I was not a hairstylist by trade. I, I, I knew nothing. And I remember picking up the paper and I remember seeing a space for rent. And I went to the, the space the same evening. And just as the gentleman was opening the grill to let me into the space, he was opening the door and letting me through. I said to him, I don't have to think about this. I will take it. And that evening, I signed the lease agreement. Now, people thought I had lost my mind, but I had a vision. I believed in my vision and I knew it could work. And so I opened my business. I opened my salon. (laughs) Whilst the the salon was being done, so I wanted particular colors. I wanted a particular ambience, a particular feeling. So whilst all that was being done to get it ready, I registered in uh, cosmetology school to get my hairdressing license. I remember going to the owner of the school and I said, I'm not interested in learning how to do chemically treated hair. I want you to teach me on the makeup of hair, what happens to our hair in its natural state and all that jazz. And so I had to really go out and find my own models because a lot of people at the time were not natural. And I got uh, certified, I got my license, I opened my salon. And the, the service I provided was exclusive to natural hair. So we did braids, twists, locks, etc. I was able to source products, bring products in. And I opened Jamaica's first exclusive natural hair salon. Now here's the biggie. I did not spend a dollar on advertising. Because this was a novelty idea, I actually had the media knocking on my door, wanting for me to be interviewed. I was on television doing television interviews. I was on most of the major uh, radio stations. The day after the first article came out in the paper, I hired a receptionist. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that sometimes if you believe in your dreams, if you know that this is a calling on your life, it is time to 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 start. Even if you're not 100 percent ready. And so the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear that we're not enough, fear in and of itself is common. And fear is a common current that runs through all of our lives. But if we allow it to, fear can keep us locked in the prison of the comfortable and the predictable. And there is always a way that fear can be valuable, however. And if you allow fear to help you break through the frustration that you feel from not moving forward, if you allow fear to do this and if you 
just trust the process enough to know, you know what, I am afraid, but I am going to do it. You will be able to achieve the life that you truly desire. That's right. If you allow it to, fear can become your ultimate motivator. If you are scared of leaping, but you allow that to push you anyway, because the fear of not moving should be even greater. So if in your mind you have no choice but, but to succeed, if achieving your goal, your desires, your dream is your absolute must, then nothing else should matter. Sacrifices won't even be a question. I had to make a lot of sacrifice. The truth is that when I was when I had signed the lease, he, the gentleman wanted <laughs> the gentleman wanted uh first and last month. I only was able to come up with the first month. And my friend at the time, her mom, trusted me enough and loaned me the deposit for the last. I was able to pay first and last, right? So you will make sacrifices. Last year, I released 35 pounds and I had to make sacrifices where I had to just start. When I started on my healthy eating journey, I didn't even wait for a Monday, which is what I usually do if I have an idea. I think I started on a Thursday or Friday because I wanted to start before I was ready because getting ready to me means eating all the things I have at home, cleaning out the closet. Forget all that. I didn't do any of that. I started, right? I had to go through Thanksgiving. I went through Christmas without alcohol, without things that I would normally eat. I went to Vegas. And I didn't have a sip of anything. So sacrifices won't even be a question. Excuses, forget that. They're totally through the window. You will do whatever it takes to make it happen, period, if you believe in your dream. And this is how some of the most successful people leverage fear in their life. So rather than allowing fear to creep in and suck the light, the life right out of their dreams, they know that the real fear is the price they will pay if they don't give in to their goals and their dreams. So if they don't give their goals and their visions every ounce of energy and focus that they have, they also know and believe that the real fear is living a life where they have settled for less than they deserve or they have compromised on what they really, really wanted. So how do you go about adopting that mindset and perspective is, is what you may be asking me. Because you may be sitting on that idea. You may be sitting on that book. You may be sitting on that business. You may be sitting on updating your resume. You may be sitting on walking out of situations that are not serving you, right? So you may be saying, okay, Nicole, how do you adopt that mindset? How do you live a life where fear becomes your friend and not your enemy? How do we get to the place where we stop and we stop allowing fear to control our happiness and start to leverage fear to our advantage? So a few things I want to suggest to you, and you have to think about it and you have to think about if the thing you want to do is a must, if your goal is a must, ask yourself, what will it cost you if you do not push past your fear? And this will help you to discover whether or not achieving a specific goal is a must, or is it just something I can kind of do, or 
is it something I should do, right? So ask yourself, is this a must versus a, a would, a coulda, or is it something that you should be doing? And try imagining yourself then, if you're not sure, think about when you're old and gray and nearing the end of your life, uh, maybe, and you're sitting back in your rocking chair and you're reflecting on how you lived, lived your life. No, I want you to look at your life as if you had not achieved the goal that you are pondering this very moment in your life. And when you got to that age, how would you have felt? And this is a question that you can ask yourself. If not now, then will you have regrets later on, right? What will your regrets be? What is it that you know, like you know, that you're going to wish that you had made more time for? What is it that you're going to wish that you had tried? And if just thinking about that brings sadness or regret, and you know that you'll be wondering what if, or you're now wondering what if, then that is a must, right? So that answer your questions. Determine if the thing that that's keeping you up at night, if it's a must. You also need to be able to recognize the excuses. So it is easy to push our hopes and our dreams and our desires aside. We make excuses and some of the excuses, and I know you're very familiar with these ones, will sound like there's just not enough time. I don't have the money or the resources. I have to take care of the family. I'm just too busy. And what we do is we start to hide, hide behind those excuses because they're comforting, right? And they are safe. But excuses will also bring you back exactly where you started. So remember the next time an excuse floats around in your mind, remember that by becoming uh, more aware of your brain's uh, ability to use excuse, it won't allow you to hold yourself accountable. So you need to become aware when your brain is doing that, right? So by not becoming aware, rather, will not create some level of accountability, right? And when you are aware of when you start making up excuses, the better you will become at dismissing them. When you think about your goal and when you've recognized the excuses, as somebody who is destined for more, as somebody who is willing to settle for more, you need to ensure that you have a growth mindset. So people often give up on what they want because they believe that, you know what, reaching my goal is really beyond my abilities. If you talk to most of the most successful people, what you will realize is that they had to foster a growth mindset. So they don't think of their abilities as fixed, but rather flexible. And when faced with any setbacks, they, they try even harder. They think about a new strategy and they keep looking for solutions and way to make sure that they're able to resolve the issues that they're facing, to get over the challenging situations and to move forward. Of course, there are going to be times when it's painful, right? Anything new sometimes or anything that's stretching you or anything that's making you a little uncomfortable will be painful. But the most painful experiences can, can really refine what you truly want and what you don't want in your life. So sometimes we tend to label it as failure. 
So on, uh, you can label it as fa uh, as failure if you choose to. I, I prefer not to use that word because it just doesn't sit right with me. I prefer terminologies like unfavorable experiences. So unfavorable unfavorable experiences. I'm too excited this Friday. Uh, disappointment, dead ends. These can be used as a means of reflecting and saying, this didn't work for me. So if something didn't work out the way that you were hoping, as opposed to, uh, you know, rolling over and playing dead and labeling it as failure, you can look at it that it, it, it wasn't it wasn't right for you. Um, you weren't the right fit. It wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right time. And it gives you an opportunity to reset and to really ask yourself, if not this direction, then what path could I have taken? What lessons have I learned? Right. And remember that we were built to adopt and built to change. So when you when you've made that move, let's say your goal is, is to exercise. And if one day you did an hour and the next day you can only do 20 minutes, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? Embrace the strength and use each experience as a tool to help you learn more about yourself and what you must really have in life over the things that you can really do. Know that redirection um, is inevitable. Sometimes you start on a particular path and the, the things you are hoping for is, is not really working out. So you will have moments where you feel as though you've failed, but know that it is just a part of the process. Any successful person will tell you that. But redirection often provides insight and it really corrects the faulty ways of approaching a situation or a problem. There is no teacher as impactful as the sting of redirection. And no lesson in resilience is better than the burnt off rejection. So if you use the experiences that you're having to redirect you and to use it as information and adjust your strategy and approach, then the next time around, you will have the advantage that no one else has because you've been there before and you know what works for you. And so I want to ask you, what is that one thing, my gem, that you have been putting off? What is the calling on your soul, the calling on your life? What is that one thing that you're, you're sitting on, right? So we've all heard people say next Monday, next month, next year. But honestly, my gem, the time is now. There is no such thing as the right time. There's no such thing as the right moment. You create the right time. You create the, the right moment. Life is short and I'd really hate for you to spend time on the sidelines. Do whatever it takes to get you in the game and start now, right? Do whatever it is that you know you need to do. Feel the fear and jump. So in order to grow and reach the goal or get to the next level, you have to get through uncomfortable situations. And remember, no one is perfect. Uh, the first time they start something, they don't have it all together because you don't know what you don't know. It takes practice. It takes dedication. It takes commitment. It takes saying yes. So what I'd love for you to be able to do is to reevaluate your situation, see where you're at, see what you're really afraid of. Take small steps. Hell, if you can't take a full step, take a half a step right? Conduct 
experiment, work on projects, act first and reflect along the way. You can't reflect on something if you haven't started. Ask yourself, you know, what am I learning? What am I learning about the process? What am I learning about myself? What am I learning about ideas? Have I discovered that there are new possibilities? What am I enjoying about this process? What am I not enjoying? What are you so great at? What do you need to maybe uh, get pay somebody to do, right? How is the world responding to me? How is this information that I'm learning, right, going to help me to take the next step? I want you to relentless, relentlessly focus and refocus on where you're going, and remind yourself why you're going there. When you find yourself like stuck or steeping in fear, and you will, it's human, right? Remember to get out of your head immediately by helping someone else if that's what you need to do, right? But get out of your head and please, my gems, please, please, please remember to ask for help when you need it. Be generous, be brave, celebrate your tiny wins along the way. Do it with people who get it, people who get you. And unfortunately, these people may not be found in your current circle, but they're more than likely waiting for you in another tribe maybe. Try it. Watch what happens. Rinse, repeat. Things may not get easier, but you will become more confident. You will become more courageous as you keep stepping, sometimes before you're ready. I believe in you and I know that the calling on your soul is there for a reason. The world needs you and that special gift that only you can bring. So stop procrastinating, my gem, and settle for more.